their children, by the time they are 13 and 14, they look so gigantic. So Paul is telling us that we should imitate God as his children. It means one, we have that thing in us. You know, it's nature versus nature. So we have that nature of God in us that enables us to imitate him. So that's the nature. And not he is our father. Because of our close association with God, we can imitate God as his children. So we have both nature and nature working on our behalf. So if we were just friends, we would imitate God based on nature because of our association with God. But Paul is telling us that we should imitate God. Now, there's so much about God to imitate. But for tonight, we want to just look at one aspect. And that's going to be our second prayer topic for the year 2022. And the first aspect of God we want to imitate is the first thing the Bible reveals to us about God in Genesis chapter 1, the verse number 1. That in the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God created. God chose to introduce himself to humanity as a creator. So if you are supposed to imitate God as dearly beloved, if our father is a creator, we also ought to be creators. And that's very interesting. So we are supposed to imitate the creative ability of God. And that's what we want to peruse a little bit tonight, which will also form the basis of our second prayer for the year 2022. Now, the bedrock of every creation or the bedrock of every invention is an idea. In fact, the world is ruled by people's ideas. Democracy was an idea of a group of people. The internet is an idea or was an idea of a person or a group of people. Car was an idea of somebody. So whether you realize it or not, people's ideas ideas is what is influencing every single aspect of our life. So the reason why in Ghana we vote every four years to elect a president and to elect parliamentarians is because somebody proposed this idea of governance and we are living by it. The reason why now you apply for things via the internet, you no longer write on on, 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 on the paper or whatever and walk to a, a mail office and post it, but just by via email or via a message, you are sending things all over the country. It's because somebody had this idea. So the world is ruled and governed by ideas. So as I said, democracy was someone's idea. The internet was someone's idea. Social media is someone's idea. And you see, we downplay the importance of idea. And creation is an idea of God. God first had to conceptualize what he wanted to create. You cannot create something without having an idea. You can't. Salvation is an idea of God. And this world is run by ideas. And the more powerful, in quote, your idea is, the more influential and you are. So because Bill Gates' idea transcends culture, race, people, and, and tribes, he is very rich. Because Elon Musk's idea transcends the world, he is very rich. Because Jeff Bezos' idea transcends the world, he is very rich. Because Ali Dangote transcends the world or transcends a large group of people, he is rich. So the key to riches is to have an idea. The key to be influential is to have an idea. You know, one of the ideas that I really downplayed when it was Uber and Books. I know when it came some few years ago. I'm like, ah, who will patronize this thing, crap? Because to me, if I want to pick a car, I would just step out of my house, look for a taxi that is just passing by, I say, hey, Pato, stop, I'm going here. So I really thought this thing was not going to pick up in Ghana. Just for me to realize few months down the line that I'm one of a huge patronizer of the app. Because I realized the convenience and the problem that it solved that I didn't even know existed. One problem that Uber and Boat or whatever they came to solve was the idea about pricing. Because you 
you just bought a taxi and the guy can look at you or look at how sales have gone. Maybe the whole day he has not made enough sales. So you put his frustration on you and just charge you. Or they can even look at various unrealistic things to come up with a pricing system, which may be fair or may not be fair. The idea of convenience. But literally, an idea I despise is what is ruling trans industry. So this world is run by ideas. And Paul is giving us the instruction that we are supposed to imitate the creative ability of God. Creation as we see it is an idea of God. God had an idea that he wanted to have a people that he could call his own and that they could be called and that he could be their father. God had an idea of heaven and the earth. God had an idea of having a family system and this is idea that pushed him into creation. So the only way we can manifest the creative ability of God is to first start with conceptualizing ideas. Uh, this is my biblical definition of what an idea is. I don't know whether scholars would agree or whatever, but based on my study and based on the context of what we are studying tonight. So an idea is simply seeing what others do not see or what others underestimate but others need. So an idea is seeing something that either other people do not see or even though they see, they underestimate it. But whether they see it or they don't see it, they need it. So going back to the idea of Uber. One, I didn't realize that I needed a solution to this public transport system that we had at that time. So that was the first thing. And even when the idea came, I underestimated the idea. And who is going to do all these things? <laughs> Come on, car, let me just walk and pick a car. But I realized that I could be in my room, order the car, and the car will come downstairs and signal that boss have come and I didn't have to walk downstairs and pick car. So imagine someone had come to me several years ago and I brought up the idea. Try let us do an app that would do this, I would have laughed at the person, teased the person, and even discouraged the person. But little would I have known that I was literally kicking away billions of dollars out of my life. You know, there's this story I heard, I forgot whether it was Apple or, or Facebook, I think it was Facebook. I think so. I had one of the founders went in and told him the idea about the Facebook. I think at that point, that friend was wealthier and I think more advanced in technology or internet at that time. So when I think Larry Quinn, I'm not sure whether it's Apple or Facebook, but one of them, when he told the idea to the other person, the other person downplayed the idea. And I think he went around from friend to friend to share the idea with because he needed somebody to partner with. And I got to hear about it because they interviewed one of the people that rejected him when he first came. And the person that if only I had known that when Larry Page was coming to me, he was literally bringing me billions. He said, that is my greatest regret in life. My inability to see what Larry Page or whoever, whether it is Apple or Facebook, was bringing to me. So what is this prayer that God wants us to pray consistently in the year 2022? We want to pray for ideas. We want to pray for the creative ability of God in us to fully manifest. Now, the base of my definition can be found in Genesis chapter 21 verse 19. Or you can start from the verse 14. And just the, the story is when um Ishmael was laughing at Isaac, then because Ishmael was making the mockery of Isaac, Sarah told Abraham to suck Hagar and the son. You know, when Abraham was sucking them, he gave them, I think, water and wine and maybe cheese or bread for their journey. And the Bible said they go to the wilderness and all their supplies ran dry. And Hagar could not stand to watch Ishmael die. So she left Ishmael at a distance and went and was crying. And the interesting, the Bible said that, and God had 
the cry of the land. God did not hear the cry of Hagar. So please go and read it. We read just the verse 19. Bible, well, let's just read that part. Genesis chapter 21. We start from, let's see the verse 15. And you see that, And when the water was spent in the bottle, she cast the child under one of the shrubs, and she went and sat down over against him in a good way of, as it were, a bow shot. So in our days, we say a stone true. For she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. So, the Bible clearly stated that it was Hagar who wept, but the verse 17, and God heard the voice of the Lord. Hopefully, another time where we will land on this scripture, we praise a little bit, but that's not our focus. And the angel of the Lord called out to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What availeth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God had heard the voice of thy Lord. Where he is. So, God, he was not even concerned about Hagar. Mercy. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him down, for I would make him a great nation. Now look at the verse 19. I like the choice of words of Papa Moses. He said, And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. This is interesting. God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. This statement is very different from and God brought out water from underneath the ground or God brought out water from the rocks or God made a hole underground like something. So the scripture is telling us that the well of water was there but Hagar was not seeing it. There are two different things. God opened the eyes of Hagar to see what was already there. God did not put the well there but Hagar could not see the well. So God solved the problem and the problem was not the availability of water but the problem was the inability of Hagar to see the well of water and in this year 2022 we want to constantly be praying that god should anoint our eyes so that we will see the wells of water all around us because we are missing out big time because of our inability to see the riches and the deposits of god in our lives and god opened the eyes of eager and she saw the well of water so we are living in a world where everybody thought our transport system was okay, but somebody's eyes was open to see the idea of boat, or to see the idea of Uber, or to see the idea of Facebook, or to see the idea of the internet, or to see the idea of cars, or to see the idea of planes, or to see the idea of all other inventions. And because of their ability to see what others are not seeing or what others are underestimating, they have wealth. And this is what the Bible means in Deuteronomy. That behold, I, the Lord, I give you the ability to make wealth. How does God give us the ability to make wealth? By opening our eyes to see opportunities, to see the wells of water that we are either underestimating or we are not seeing. It's all about what you see. And I know there's a story that I'm sure if you are somebody who reads WhatsApp messages, those long motivational messages, I'm sure you will have come across this one. The story of where a shoe company sent one man to an island to do a survey to know if they could establish their business over there. So when he went, the guy came back and said, ah, when I went to this place, the people that don't sell, they don't wear shoes, they walk barefooted. So I would advise the company to go and open a factory there because we would just waste resources. Nobody will patronize um, our shoes. So the company said, okay, we have taken your report. And interestingly, the company sent another person, the same situation. And this man came with a different report. He came jubilating that, hey, Charlie, 
this island I've been to, a whole island, nobody wears shoes. The market is ripe. Let us quickly go and establish our factory there. So the same situation, but two people are seeing the thing differently because one person's eyes was anointed to see and the other person was not anointed. Two person, when you saw the people were not wearing shoes in the island, he said, this is a lost cause. But another person went there and saw the same situation. He said, ah, because nobody wears shoes over here, we have the market all to ourselves. No competition and we can flourish. So you see, the idea is not the situation you are in, but the idea is that your eyes are not open to see the well of water all around us. And we are going to pray massively in this year, 2022, that we will not ignore every well God has placed before our eye, that just as God opened the eyes of Hagar to see the wells of water or the well of water, may God open our eyes to see every well of water. We will not miss any opportunity in this year 2022. This is how God gives us the ability to make wealth. It's all about which idea you are having. So that is why countries where their idea is just harvesting tomatoes and harvesting mangoes and selling it like that are poor countries. There is no country that has agriculture as their backbone and is a prosperous country. There is no country that like that. <laughs> but whilst we are seeing um, cocoa in Ghana, somebody is seeing chocolate. Somebody is seeing fantastic products. Whilst we are seeing cashew fruit, somebody is seeing the liquid that he can use to make soap, the liquid he can use to make cream, the nuts he can use to make food, different food products. Whilst we are seeing problems, people are seeing solutions. So I heard the story that when the, the Europeans came to Ghana, once we saw gold as football materials and we were kicking gold like kicking sand, when the European came, when the Portuguese came and they saw the thing that we were kicking as stone, they were seeing gold. So the issue is not the problem or the situation you are in, but the issue is our eyes are not anointed enough to see. I remember I shared on this podcast how I think last year the ambassador from UK to Ghana was changed and when she came one of her first things was that they took her on a tour to the Cape Coast Castle and as she was driving ah, she asked the driver that ah, from Accra to Cape Coast all the land she's seen is it that those parts they are not in Ghana is it another country she said oh all this land is in Ghana and she asked the question that how come you people are poor how come you people don't have food? Because when she saw the land, she was seeing an unlimited supply of food. But when we see the land, I don't know what we see as Africans or what we see as Ghanaians. The problem is that our eyes cannot see opportunities. And you see, when you have an eye that sees, it gives you a certain persuasion that you cannot but act in response to an idea. That is why when I'm I'm using if Larry Page was a person who story this, when Larry Page had the idea of Facebook, regardless of the people that turned him down, he was persuaded that I'll be able to create them where people all over the world will be able to relate with each other, share pictures, share videos, share documents in a split of seconds. Whilst people like Larry Page were saying that because of what he saw, he was persuaded. That is why no matter the people that rejected him, he still knew that my dream will come to pass. So 
the ideas gives you a persuasion. I love the way the scripture puts it in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 27, talking about Moses. And now that Moses chose to rather suffer the afflictions of the Israelites. And frankly speaking, the prince of Pharaoh, or the, the son of Pharaoh, why would you reject an opportunity to sit on the throne just because of people who are enslaving? But I like the way Hebrews 11, verse 27 puts it. Let's, let, let's read the scripture. I just love reading that scripture. Hebrews 11, verse 27. It says, so let's start from verse 6, verse 26. Sorry. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Verse 27. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured. Why did he do that? Seeing him who was invisible. So why was Moses bold enough to kill a fellow Egyptian and blatantly ignore the fact that Pharaoh would catch him was because the Bible said, as seeing him or as seeing him who is invisible. So there was somebody invisible that Moses was seeing that would have given him the persuasion because nobody would reject to be the next Pharaoh of Egypt and rather choose the sufferings of a people in slavery. It must be somebody who is seeing something other people cannot see. I've seen him who was invisible. Because when they look at Moses, ah, Moses, why would you choose the sufferings of people? Because he was seeing the invisible. And that's what ideas are about. Ideas, you see things people are not seeing. So when the right brothers were seeing that a time will come, people will be transporting in planes. They were the only ones seeing it. And because of what they saw, they were persuaded beyond every other thing to invest in the development of planes. I heard this story. That one, so I don't know if it's true. But it was a WhatsApp message circulating about how the, the father of the Wright brothers went for a Christian meeting. Then I think it was a discussion also. Then their pastor or the leader, um, I think that the, the Wright brothers made a comment that time they were young, that a time would come people will be flying like birds. And the pastor or the leader rebuked them that, hey, are you condoning and promoting witchcraft and wizardry? And I, according to the, the story, I, it's a common story on WhatsApp. So I'm sure if you can find it. So according to the story, the pastor or the leader of the group sacked the father and his two sons. Little did that man know that the two boys he sacked were people who were coming to change the course of humanity because their right brothers were seen as him who was invisible. We need ideas that will change the world. Jesus, it was an idea of God. So if you read John chapter 1 verse 1, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word there is logos. Logos means an idea. A, a mental image of something. So Jesus was an idea of God. God was faced with a problem that seemed to have no solution because the man had sinned and the only way man could pay for the crimes of his sin was by death. But at the same time, he needed man not to die. So you see, God was literally faced with an impossible situation. What is the way out? And it's like the same situation you may face in your life or in Africa. You may look at your family background, you may look at your educational level, you may look at the opportunities you have, you may look at the country you are born into, and you ask yourself, how am I going to solve this issue? 
all that you need is an idea. All that you need is to see the well of water that is around you. So the Bible said that for God so loved the world that God came up with a solution. And the solution was that now I, God, I would incarnate in flesh and die for man. Hey, who could have ever thought of a solution? So I can imagine God having a council meeting with the 24 elders and the seraphims and the seraphims. And you see in Revelation 4, he said, hey, who is ready to take up the scroll? And the Bible said, heaven was silent. And I, John, I wept because he saw a situation that looked like there was no solution. Then the Bible said, that, and an angel tapped me and said, do not cry, for there is one that is becoming. And that is called the lamp of God. Jesus was God's solution to the problem. God looked at the problem and God came up with an idea that I would die for man. And the Bible says that because of that idea, God or Jesus, who being in the very form of God, took it not robbery to be equal with God, something to be grabs, but made himself of no reputation. It was an idea that the two of them had. That you know, man has sinned, but man needs to pay for his crimes. But man is not capable of paying for his price. So what should we do? Let one of us become a man. So the salvation story is an idea of God that literally changed the history of mankind. That you need. And all that you need is an idea like Facebook. All that you need is an idea like the internet. All that you need is an idea like cars. All that you need is an idea. So Dubai and Qatar is an idea of certain people. And I can assure you, people buy Dubai and all they could see was a desert. All they, could, all they could see was a dry and a weary land, a land without water, a land that is full of sand. But certain Arabians looked at Dubai and they were seen as him the invisible. When everybody was seeing sand and the waterless waste, what the people of Dubai saw was the largest tourist site in the world. Now, when everybody gets money, the first thing they say is, I want to go to Dubai. Dubai was an idea of somebody and it has literally changed the course of humanity because everybody is working hard just to get money to go to Dubai. Hey, mercy. But the same situation, people were seeing it and all they could see was a bad situation. That is why this year we cannot take for granted this prayer. We must pray it with everything we have that God should open our eyes. Hey, God should give us ideas that change the world. You see, if you want to look at it in a, in a spiritual context, we will call it red that something has been revealed to you. Ha. That is why Paul prayed for the spirit of revelation so that God will reveal. So it's like when you take the scripture, everybody's seeing just John 3.16. People read the scripture and they fall asleep. They don't get any sweetness in the scripture. But when God anoints your eyes with the spirit of revelation, the same scripture people are seeing and they can't make sense out of it is the same scripture you keep digging from, keep digging from, and you are bringing out wells of wisdom. Ha! So you see, I was just during the festive season, I was just so impressed with the spirit of revelation. You know, I've said this before that it's interesting how this same book, 66 books, we have been preaching from this book. Ah, our sermons are not getting finished. It's amazing. We have been preaching from these same 66 books, and every single time we have something different to say. That's what they call their revelation. People can be seeing the same problem, but you are seeing solutions. So I remember this particular Christmas, I listened to different sermons all about the Christmas story. And I was amazed about, I think, about um, the angel visiting Mary. 
just that portion of the Christmas story, I was amazed on the different sermons I heard just about the angel visiting Mary. I'm like, hey, Mina, I had like two or three reviews over there. But all the sermons I listened to were totally different, but the same portion of scripture. I said, oh, what a wow. This is what they call the spirit of revelation. The same one line in the beginning, God created. When you read it, you don't see anything. Somebody takes that scripture and can preach and preach and preach. That's what makes the difference between, in quotes, pastors that we know and pastors we don't know. What makes a pastor is the quality of his teaching. That's what makes people, the quality of their teaching. So the same Bible you are reading, you are not seeing anything. The same Bible people are preaching. And because of their messages, they are traveling the world because of their messages presidents are calling for them because of their messages they walk in the corridors of power the same bible you are holding that you literally sleep on somebody is holding that bible and because of his ability to see things in that bible that you are not seeing presidents are calling for him a pastor can tell a president kneel down let me pray for you 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 can't even tell your elder sibling to kneel down that's what revelation does for you. That's what insight does for you. That's what ideas does for you. It literally brings the world at your feet. When Bill Gates started, I, I, I was watching a documentary a long time ago. When Bill Gates started and Microsoft shoot up, a point came that America had to call the man. He was nearly sent in prison. That, ah, the money you are making is intimidating the nation. We are afraid of you. So Bill Gates, around the year, around 2000, 2004, thereabout, America was shaken by the man Bill Gates. They were intimidated by the wealth of the man. He literally brought the whole nation of America to a standstill because of his idea. It is ideas that will make the nations bow to you. It is ideas that makes the nation bow to Elon Musk. That makes the nation bow to Jeff Bezos. You may not like Jeff Bezos. You may not like Aligo Dangote. You may not like Bill Gates. But wherever you see them, you stand and salute them because of the ideas they had. It is your idea that will make you rule. It is the creative ability of God in you that will make you rule the nations. And that is the difference between a developed country and an undeveloped country. For us in Africa, the only means of translation we know is the road. But people are living in UK and they can work in Belgium because of a railway system. People are living in Australia and they can work in Netherlands because of a railway system. But in Ghana, you can't live in Accra and work in Kumasi. You are literally handicapping your life. People are seeing other things and all we can see is complaining and murmuring and bickering and getting angry at God. All we know is to whine that situation but in this year 2022 we will not complain in this year 2022 we will be persuaded like Moses in this year 2022 we will be seeing how he who was invisible is the same persuasion that Joseph had so Joseph also had two dreams and those dreams were God giving him an idea that this is how I'm going to make your life and because of the idea that God gave to Joseph when Potiphar came he says Potiphar you are not the idea when opportunities came to be angry at God, you know that God has given me two ideas of how my life is. Ideas is what brings persuasion. Ideas is what brings discipline. That is why people like Cristiano Ronaldo, he had an idea that I want to be the world's best footballer. So because of his idea, he subjected himself to discipline. The reason why many of us are so passive in our lives, the reason why there is no sense of purpose and urgency in our lives, 
is because we don't have an idea what our life wants to or what our life would be like. If you know the idea God has about you, you would shake off every spirit of laziness and excuse and you get to work. We need our ideas. We need our ideas. And ideas is the problem or is the solution to problems, even the ones we call impossible. And one characteristic of an idea or of a God-given idea is that it must be global. So the anointing is not for Jerusalem. The anointing is not for Judea alone. The anointing is not for Samaria alone. It's to their outermost parts of the earth. The Bible didn't say, for God so loved Ghana that he gave Jesus. The Bible did not say, for God so loved the Jews that he gave Jesus. The Bible did not say, for God so loved the Asians, but for God so loved the world. One characteristic of a God-given idea is a global idea. Ideas that bring the world crumpling down at your feet. And that is what we need from God aggressively this year and beyond. We need the world calling on us. That is why he gave the anointing. So from Jerusalem, the 12 followers of the carpenter, of the Jewish carpenter, literally shook the world. Even look at Paul, look at how they describe him. That is this not the man who turns the world upside down? The anointing is not for your neighborhood alone. The anointing is for global impact. So in, in Psalm chapter 2 verse 8, he says, Ask of me and I will give you the earth as your inheritance and the outermost parts as your possessions. If your dream, your vision for your life is just to get married, have two cars, one for you, one of the children will be going to school, I can assure you that this is not a God-given idea. Look at the way Dubai has commanded the attention of the world. Look at the way Qatar has commanded the attention. A World Cup that we play in June, July, because they want the World Cup to be played in Qatar, if it will take them changing the dates from June, July to November, December, they will bring it. That is what we call global influencing ideas. We can literally change the course of life and the course of human history. 2022, we are praying aggressively that God should give us ideas. And I would like to end with Revelation 3, verse 7. It says that, See, I have set before you an open door. Ha! Huh. You see, the issue is not that the door is not open, but the issue is that we cannot see. That is why, again, in 2 Corinthians, it says that you are a new creation. That is not the issue. But it said, Behold, we are not seeing the new creation. So when you give your life to Christ, what you are still seeing is a fornicator. What you are still seeing is a gossiper. What you are still seeing is a lazy person. But Jesus or Paul through the Holy Spirit said, Behold, all things have become new. Revelation, he says, See, I have set before you an open door. See, in the year 2022 and beyond, I have set before you an open door. God told Hagar, God opened the eyes of Hagar to see the wells of water. See, what you are calling a problem is actually a situation to bed forth an idea. So for God in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And even though the earth was without form and void, God saw something different. And because of what he saw, he began to speak and say, light be. Ha! Wow. What are you seeing? What you are seeing would influence what you say. 
You see, the reason why most of us, we are having such a lackadaisical attitude to our life and to our career and to what we do. If you are a musician, the reason why they have to beg you to come for rehearsals, if you are, whatever you find yourself doing, the reason why people have to convex you and uh, sweet talk you, is because you don't know what God has said before you. Hey! You see, I was listening to Cristiano Ronaldo when it came to Man U. I had a time came that um, he was drinking Coke also. Then I think Poscos or Ryan Giggs snatched the bottle out of it and said, hey, in Manchester United, we don't drink soda. Yeah, the club you have come to, we are all world champions. <laughs> so because Cristiano Ronaldo wanted the world to bow to his feet, he applied himself to certain disciplines. So just in the ended euros, he was going to have an interview and he took um, a Coke bottle and he put it aside and he said, drink water, don't drink Coke. I heard that day, Coke lost millions of dollars just because one man said, don't drink Coke, drink water. And you, your life, you have the DNA of God. Imitate God as dearly beloved children. You have the DNA of the uncreated creator. And the only thing you can see about your life is having a car, having a, a house, and being able to travel, to go to the Maldives, to go and do holiday, to go to Dubai. That's all you can see about the DNA God has given to you. We are children of a creator. Be imitators of God. I think I have to pause here. Let's spend some time in prayer. We are telling God that just as He opened the eyes of Hagar to see the wells of water, Father, open our eyes. Hey, Father, you said you give us the ability to make wealth. You don't do that by giving or by putting money in our hands. You do that by giving us ideas that change the world. Huh? Father, we pray for ideas. We pray for billion-dollar ideas, Lord. We pray for trillion-dollar ideas, Lord. We pray for ideas that will change the course of history in the name of our Lord Jesus. Father, anoint our eyes, Lord. May we not be people who are always playing catch-up with the world. We are waiting for Europe to develop a vaccine. Then we go and beg them for vaccine. We are waiting for Europe to develop machines. Then we go and beg them for machines. We are waiting for countries to come up with technology, come up with inventions, and we go and beg them that you know we are developing country. Please give us some. Oh God, Father, we pray. Deliver us from this lifestyle. Deliver us from this blindness. Anoint our eyes that we may see, Lord. We pray that we know that we are imitators of you as dearly beloved children. We have the creative DNA of God in us. We are going to be inventors and creators. America began to change the invention of railway when people had the, the desire for invention when people like thomas edison changed how people related because at the point because everybody was developing or depending on the natural sunlight life would stop around 6 p.m but with the invention of electricity and light we can now work all day long because you don't need the sunlight so one month's invention change how we live Father, we pray for ideas, Lord. We pray for billion-dollar ideas, trillion-dollar. Anoint our eyes, Lord. May we see the wells of water around us. We cancel every spirit of complaining, every spirit of settling for less, every spirit of negativity, every spirit of backwardness. We 
curse every spirit of backwardness in our lives in the name of Jesus. We curse every spirit of blindness in our lives in the name of Jesus. We have eyes that see. For see, I have set before you an open door. We do not miss any open door that God has for us. Every open door, we are seeing it and we are entering it. We are going to be persuaded like Moses, as seeing the invisible. People will be wondering, why are you doing this? It's because we are seeing something they are not seeing. Investors may reject us. Friends may decide not to help us. Family may reject you. But we are persuaded in what we are seeing. We ask for global ideas, Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. I really want to encourage you that if you are a child of God, imitate God. And the first thing about our Father, that He decides to reveal to us through Papa Moses that in the beginning God created. Do not leave this world without creating anything. It's a crime. You are enjoying democracy because somebody created it. You are enjoying the internet because somebody created it. You are enjoying the laptop, the car, the pen, the paper because somebody invented it. What are you also inventing in this life? May it never be said of us that we are only consumers and not contributors. In the name of our Lord Jesus, Amen. God bless you so much. And this year we are really hitting up. We, we can't let our lives go to chance. So remember that we are praying that we will not miss God. And the second thing that we are praying for ideas. We see things that people are not seeing in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us. And we hope to catch you next week, even as we push further in the spirit. See you next week. And remember, remember, remember to give God your very best. And to make sure that tomorrow and the days that follow, you owe no more nothing but love. See you next week. And bye-bye.